This speech will discuss the concept of gender from an interdisciplinary perspective, drawing on academic sources in the fields of biology, anthropology, psychology, and sociology to identify issues regarding the gender binary. Western sociocultural constructs concerning femininity and masculinity have grown to have impactful influence over the general global understanding of gender. Many conservatives reject the validity of intersex, transgender, and gender non-binary identities. Some even erroneously assert that, this, that biological science disproves the possibility of such fluidity. By closely examining preconceived biases within scientific studies, scholars can discover the truth behind sexuality within both biological and sociocultural contexts. Western notions of gender have constricted identity to a dichotomy and are persistently reinforced through modern medical practices adopted across the world. Sex is seen as either male or female, and any overlap or nuance is heavily rejected. The foremost example of natural phenomena contesting these norms is the existence of intersex individuals born with ambiguous genitalia and chromosomal variation but beyond XX and XY combinations. According to a scholarly journal from BMC Medical Ethics, the vast majority of intersex babies have little to no risk of malignant development in adolescence. But yet, sociocultural pressures on parents to raise either a boy or a girl have made both infanticide and, quote, normalizing surgeries, unquote, a common practice, subjecting these babies to unnecessarily invasive and irreversible interventions with no legitimate medical basis, often leading to infertility, incontinence, and psychological trauma. These are only performed so that the child can grow up with an assigned gender that is palatable to Western expectations. In response to this, some medical ethicists have recently started pushing for guidelines requiring surgery be delayed until children have grown up to give consent, so long as their condition is not fatal. In Forensic Anthropology 2, we see the inclination to uphold the binary. A master's thesis by Grayson Jones points out that in studying skeletal remains of prehistoric bodies, sex is the first characteristic researchers identify usually through examining the pelvis due to its clearer dimorphism resulting from functional difference. The female pelvis is typically, typically has a broader ilium to facilitate childbirth, while the male's is narrower. Many other remains are examined too. However, these are all measured on a continuum with extensive range, and it is incredibly rare for somebody to exhibit features strictly adhering to one sex or the other. Anthropologist Dr. Pamela Geller points out that social scientists have long accepted that femininity and masculinity are arbitrary concepts that are learned, and many indigenous cultures demonstrate a multiplicity of genders. Although identifying sex differences as a foundation for making inferences about prehistoric social organization may seem like common sense, it is imperative to ensure the biases of today's ideological structures do not go unexamined. In order to create a holistic, unclouded perception to our gender, we must constantly query what we deem normal. Through dismantling exclusionary beliefs that distort the realities surrounding gender and progressively critiquing academia and medicine, we can change these disciplines for the better and embrace those who exist beyond the binary.